Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Pastor Daryl Jackson begins a new series of messages on celebrating God's goodness with the first message, By the Help of God. My soul loves Jesus. Somebody lift those hands and say, I love you, Lord. With all my soul. <laughs> mm. My soul. I, I can't testify for you. This one has to be personal. I'm glad this song Regina doesn't say our soul loves because I, I don't know if you love them or not. But I know this. I love the Lord with all my heart my mind Uh, lift those hands and say I love you Lord eternal father we thank you we bless you we honor you this day thank you for the first day of a brand new week some who were alive this time last week they're not here today The only reason we are is not because of our goodness. Somehow, your mercy and your grace gave us another day. (laughs) Mm, And we say thank you. Now bless the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart. Let them be acceptable in your sight. You are our strength. And our Redeemer. In your name we pray and give thanks. And the church said amen. One more time. Praise team. Come on. All the worshipers. Come on. Lift those voices. Jesus. Jesus. Call him. You're a mighty bearer. You're a mighty bearer. That's right, Regina. You're a heavy load sharer. That's your name. At the name of Jesus, every knee's got to bow. At the name of Jesus, every tongue is going to confess. In the name of Jesus, I've seen cancer dry up. In the name of Jesus, I've seen diabetes dry up. In the name of Jesus, I've seen oppression leave. happens when you call him 
happens of you, your healing is about five minutes from now. If you call him, he'll answer. Thank you. There's a word from the Lord. Uh, uh, Trying to behave, there's a word from the Lord. story last week that says anyone who is seen in the presence of the pop icon by the name of Taylor Swift their stock immediately goes up well I've got news for you (laughs) I don't need to be seen with any pop icon Every morning I wake up in the presence of the Lord. There is fullness of joy. What's his name? What's his name? 
Get to the word. Homiletical discipline. Let me get to the word. Get to the word. There's a word from the Lord. As we uh, begin a new series of messages that is a series within the series. This year has been our 2023 Diamond Jubilee Sermon Series. At the beginning of this year, the series within the series was on consecration. Do what Jesus did. The middle of the year, the series within the series was on elevation, greater works he will use us to do. And now as we reach the last quarter of the year 2023, the focus of our attention for the next several weeks will be on Celebrate. This series is simply entitled Celebrating God's Goodness. Look at someone and say, God's been so good to me. <laughs> mm. We can celebrate everything else. We can celebrate our favorite teams. But for the next several weeks, we're going to celebrate God's goodness. This is the first message in that series. Our text references are 1 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 12, the New Living Translation, and Acts 26 verse 22, New King James. Just want to make sure I'm in the right place before I get started. Do I have time to preach this? I know your favorite team comes on at a certain time. But do I have time to celebrate God's goodness? Amen. Look at somebody and say, don't you dare tip out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got an emergency, you can go. Okay. <laughs> if God has not been good to you, you excuse right now. Okay. But for the rest of us, we are going to celebrate God's goodness. 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 12, a phenomenal scripture, particularly the last part of that verse. Look at this reference. New Living Translation says, Samuel took a large stone and placed it between the towns of Mizbah and Jeshana, and he named it Ebenezer, which simply means the stone of help. For he said, Samuel said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, that messed me up all last week. <laughs> up to this point in our lives, the Lord has helped us. And then Paul writes in Acts chapter 26 and verse 22, Therefore, having obtained help 
from God to this day I stand witnessing both to small and great saying no other things than those which the prophets and Moses said would come and we ask God's blessings on the reading and the hearing of his word the series once again is entitled celebrating God's goodness this first message in this series is simply these words look at someone and say by the help of God come on wave at someone and say by the help of God clap those hands as you take your seat by the help of God our theme for this as we said earlier this historic year 2023 diamond jubilee year of this ministry 60 years in ministry our theme includes the word celebrate in fact that is the third and the final word in our theme someone help me say celebrate the word celebrate is defined in Miriam webster's dictionary as to praise someone or something or to say that someone or something is great or important. Celebrate is not only what you do, it is what you say. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Look at somebody and say, you ought to say something. There ought to be something about the goodness of God that you ought to tell somebody. Those songs say, I said I wasn't going to tell nobody. Couldn't keep it to myself. Has God been good to anyone? <laughs> Amen. And so for the next several weeks, we will be sharing with you messages that will focus on celebrating God's goodness from the perspective of what he has already done from the perspective of what he is doing and from the perspective of what he has promised to do what he has done what he is doing and what God has promised to do in today's message in this first Message. We would like to look at the perspective of what God has already done. Entitled by the help of God. How? Because God has helped us. We have overcome as the iconic uh, hymnologist John Newton writes many dangerous toils and snares in the song amazing grace he writes i've already come it was grace that brought me thus far grace will carry me home is there anybody know that you have already overcome so much dangerous toils snares which are nothing but traps that the enemy set for you. 
I preached a message entitled, The Trap Has Been Broken. Snare has been broken. Listen, we would like to celebrate the fact that the Lord has brought us from a mighty long ways. And I am not just talking about us as a ministry. I am talking about you as an individual. How many of you know, in fact, it's a good time for you to tell somebody, the Lord has brought me from a mighty long ways. <laughs> Anybody know that? If folk only knew your story, if folk only knew the stuff God brought you out of, some of the things you can't even tell anybody. It's like, so some of the traps and the snares that you walked in yourself, God made a way out of no way. Somebody ought to be so grateful uh, that God has been so good to me. So that is why it is important that we understand that we have achieved nothing on our own. Doesn't matter how great you are, how big you are, how far you think you've come. Doesn't matter what your job title may be, how much money you make, what kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive. You have done nothing on your own. For we are all here today simply by the help of God. Let me try that one more time. We are all here today simply by the help of, that's right, one last time. Somebody just caught it. We are here today simply by the help of God. Listen to what David the psalmist writes in Psalms 124 and verse 1, two versions. The New King James puts it this way, a very familiar way that we have heard before. It says, and I quote, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. But I am particularly uh, enamored and my favorite translation for this verse is the New Living Translation. It puts it in the form of a question. And the psalmist David asked this question according to the New Living Translation. He says, what if the Lord had not been on our side? I just want you to think about that for just one moment. You make it personally. Just, just, just think, what if God wasn't on your side when that health crisis occurred, when that accident occurred, when your enemies came upon you to eat up your flesh, when all the hellhounds were on your track? What if God had not been on your side? 
when your change was strange and your money was funny and you could not make ends meet, somehow you kept eating. Somehow God kept your lights on. Somehow you had enough gas to get to work in the church and back home because God has been on your side. Look at somebody and say, what if? Spirit! Woo! Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he's set me free, where he's brought me from. What if, what if, what if? Wave at someone and say, what if, what if? To all of you cute folk out there, all of the uppity, sedity folk who think you've arrived because of your own intellect, your own tenacity, your own hard work, I've got news for you. What if God had not woke you up this morning? What if you didn't have the strength to get to your good job? Y'all are going to make me preach up in here. Uh, well, because no one in here has the strength to wake yourself up. Somebody ought to say, but God, do you know how many people a year die in their sleep? And the only reason you are alive today is grace and mercy. It is of the Lord's mercies that you've not been consumed. His compassion faileth not. It is renewed every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. You, you don't even have to praise God for what he did last week. Someone ought to praise God for what he did this morning. Someone ought to thank God for what he did this morning. Woke me up this morning, started me on my... What if, what if, what if? Look at somebody and say, what if? Listen. Let us transition to the text references. I'm stuck on that what if. The next time you think you're all of that, just say what if. <laughs> next time you clutch your Louis Vuitton and stretch your stuff, say what if. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Next time you think that you made it, look in the mirror and say what if. Because I know if God had not done what God Oh, some of you don't even look like what you've been through. Oh, y'all gonna, some, somebody's gonna, somebody, somebody say, Pastor, give me just 30 seconds to give God a what if praise.
see your daughter is alive because God is good. <laughs> Some of your sons and daughters are alive today because God is good. There are young people that don't even know the prayers that went up for them. Oh, even I wish my nieces and nephews and sons would know how often grandmama prays for you. My mama told me something the other day that made me cry. She says, I walk every morning and I got two great grands that need a special prayer. And she said, every step I make, I call their names. God bless you. God bless Chase. God, she says, I call their names. I call their names. And I said, the only reason my grandson is doing as well as he's doing is what if God you owe God a praise you owe God a, you owe God in the text May I preach? Can I preach? First Samuel chapter 7, we're told of how the nation of Israel, under the guidance of Samuel, you remember Samuel, that baby that was left in the temple by his mother Hannah and raised by the prophets and the priests. Samuel is now a grown man with the anointing all over his life. <laughs> I got a message for you. You can never bring your kids to church too much. The devil is a liar. Samuel lived in the temple. <laughs> Listen, Samuel is now a grown man. And after years of rebellion by Israel, God uses Samuel to unite Israel with God. And now the Ark of the Covenant, which had been stolen by the Philistine, was returned to the house of Abinadad. And now Samuel leads Israel against their arch enemies. And verse 4, the text says this and says, So Israel got rid of the images of Baal and Ashtoreth. In other words, they got rid of all the false gods, all the idols. If I had time to preach, I would tell you that there's some idols in your life you need to get rid of. There's some things in your life that means more to you than God. Somebody said, Pastor, what is an idol? An idol is anything that means more to you than God. If your job means more, if your relationship means more, if your golf game means more, if your basketball career means more, anything that means more to you than God is an idol. Not that we should not have those things because we should. They should all be in their proper places. So Samuel leads Israel to get rid of all of the idols. And then according to verses 5 through 11, he led Israel to victory over their most dreaded enemy, the Philistines. This was accomplished not by their own power or might, but by the help 
of God. God was on their side. In order to fully appreciate this, you've got to allow me the opportunity to read for you verses 9 and 10 and go with us as we'll see just what God did as it relates to defeating their enemies. Look at someone say, God will fight your battle. <laughs> Amen. God will fight your battle. Ooh, I've got a message I'm working on called Surround It. When you think you're surrounded by demons, there's a song that's I'm surrounded by God. Look at somebody and say, God is fighting your battle. Verses 9 and 10, it says this, so Samuel took a young lamb and offered it to the Lord as a burnt offering. He pleaded with the Lord to help Israel, and the Lord answered him. Just as Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistine, the enemies of Israel, arrived to attack Israel. But the Lord spoke with a mighty voice of thunder from heaven that day. Look at this. The Lord spoke and the Philistine were thrown into such confusion that the Israelites defeated them. Woo. Put a pause on that for one moment. God, when your enemy shows up, God said, I will confuse your enemy. That all you have to do is go and capture those I've already confused. Anybody know God will confuse your enemy? Somebody help me declare God confused my enemy. God will confuse when the naysayers and the haters and everybody that's out to get you come upon you. God will confuse your enemy. You don't have to fight. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Tell somebody, get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready. I believe that God is about to confuse somebody who's out to get you. They thought they were coming for you one way, but they're going to flee seven different ways. God will do it. Do it, Lord. Somebody throw your hands up. Say, do it, Lord. Confuse my enemy. Confuse my enemy. Gotta make your enemies run around in circles like a chicken with his head cut off. Watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Wave at three people and say, Watch God, watch God, watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Watch God. Stand still and watch God confuse. Listen, here's how the psalmist puts it. When my enemy and my foe came upon me to eat up my flesh 
What did the scripture say, Elder Franklin? It says, not, not that you beat them up beside the head, not, not that you were able to knock them down, but they stumbled. God will make your enemies stumble. God, God will confuse your enemies so that they will stumble and fall. Whew. Look at what happens next. Verse 12 of the text. Samuel then took a large stone, Ooh, placed it between the towns of Mizbath and Jeshanah, and he named it Ebenezer. Someone say Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he said, Ooh, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. Somebody somewhere who believes that up to this point in your life, the Lord has helped you. I just want to make sure I'm in the right place. Oh, Pastor Jackson, up to this point in my life, only reason I'm still here is the Lord has helped me. Someone say, up to this part, the Lord has helped me. Thank you, Lord. You didn't do it. Mothers couldn't do it. Fathers couldn't do it. Preachers didn't help you. But up to this point in your life, by the help of God, you are still here, still standing, still praising God, still walking around in your right mind. See, we don't, we don't praise God anymore. I used to laugh at the old saints, Elder Jennifer. I would be in the back of the church, and when Mother Maggie Anderson knows get up, I thank God for keeping me in my right mind. <laughs> me and my friends will laugh. Oh, Lord, that is so crazy. Until I got a little older and had my own family and had my own hard-haired teenagers and had to go down to Avenue S. Glen and bail my own son out of jail. That's when I knew that you ought to give God a praise for keeping you in your right. Y'all got 20 seconds to jump one time and say, Lord, I thank you. Because up to this point, Excuse me, I know we got a door, but I am a 
living testimony that up to this point God has helped me God has helped me somebody say God has Excuse me. I feel my own praise. For when I think of the Lord, sir, of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. Paul goes on to write, Acts 26 and 22, standing before King Agrippa on his way to Rome to be beheaded on Nero's chopping block. Paul has one last testimony. Just before he departs from Rome, he tells King Agrippa, therefore, having obtained help from God to this day I stand I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring but I'm standing today I don't know what next week is going to bring but I'm standing today I don't know how it's going to turn out next year but I'm standing today anybody know that because God's been good to you because you've had help from God I'm still standing. Woo. Tell somebody, look at me, neighbor. Y'all stand to your feet. I'm almost done. Neighbor, look at me. Say, neighbor, oh, neighbor, you are looking at a living testimony. When you see me, you see what God has done. When you hear me, you hear what God has done. Any living testimonies, anybody know that by the help of God, I'm still here. I'm still standing. Y'all do me a favor. Leave your seat and just walk around. Throw your hands in the air and say, Lord, you didn't have to do it, but you did. Lumpkin, God didn't have to do it, but he did. Look what the Lord. Any witnesses? Any witness? Look what God 
Insights I want to leave you with. Very important that I want you to remember all week. Get your phones out. Take a picture of it. Three key insights as we conclude this message. Woo. Celebrating God's goodness by the help of God. Three key things to remember. Number one is this. It is important that we understand that we have overcome so much to be where we are today. Look at somebody and say, I've overcome so much. So if you only knew, I'm looking at young people who've lost babies and lost children. Hardest thing I've ever done to go to that graveside with y'all, the Williamses, as you buried your child. But I know this, you've overcome so much and you still have joy. Y'all gonna make somebody dance in here. Overcome so much. Insight number two is this. Listen, it is important that we recognize that the reason we are where we are today is simply by the help of God. Y'all do me a favor, look at somebody and say, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. Woo! <laughs> reason why you are where you are today is by the help of God. Third and the final insight in this message is this. It is important, insight number one says it is important to understand. Number two, it is important to recognize. But number three, it is important to celebrate the goodness of God before we celebrate anyone or anything else. Before you talk about how good your pastor is, whether you think I'm good or not, celebrate God. Before you talk about how great your church is, celebrate God. Before you talk about that great job you have, celebrate God. Before you talk about that great neighborhood you live in, celebrate God. Y'all got about 60 seconds to give God a praise of celebration.
with those hands all over this place up to this point the Lord has helped us you that that verse messed me up <laughs> God says if you think I brought you thus far I'm not going to leave you now Woo. if God has been good to you God will continue to bless you Woo. Todd Garbeth write this song the sacred song that ooh, I just want to transition to this for a moment for this altar experience to those of you who are joining us virtually it says Lord you are good you've been so good you've been better than good I can't praise you enough I owe you my life can't praise you enough even if I tried. Anyone know God has been good to you? Thank you, choir. Listen, as the praise team comes now and bless us with this, I need you to think about up to this point in your life where you would be if God had not been good to you. I see many people who've overcome many things. My dear brother Corey, you sit in that chair, but you are a great testimony. Ooh. Grant, you and your wife, you lost your baby. I went to the graveyard as they buried their baby. <laughs> but they have not missed a beat. Every Sunday, I see them worshiping God. It's Brother Corey, every Sunday, man. Hallelujah. You lost your mobility, but you didn't lose your praise. Y'all put the camera. That's right. Uh, you've taken a crisis and made it a ministry. Ooh, uh, because God has been good. <laughs> so anyone who has an excuse, you have no excuse no excuse I don't care what you've been through God is still good come on tell us praise team
listen, as we lift those hands up to this point, the Lord has been good to us, having therefore obtained help from God. I continue to this day. To this day, I stand. To this day, I stand. Lord, when we think back over our lives, we know that it is because of your goodness. You confuse our enemies. When they thought they would destroy us, they destroyed themselves. (laughs) So good. We thank you, Lord, for so many who have declared and decreed that it was you who was on their side. And now, Lord, this invitation is for those who don't yet have that kind of relationship with you. You've been listening to the worship services at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services live here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you miss any of our services and want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place your order for CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled, By the Help of God, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 10-01-23. Again, the number is 803-776-1238. Sermon number 10-01-23. October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Please join us for the following events. The Daney R. Jackson Women's Center will host the Prisma Health Mobile Mammography Van on Tuesday, October 10th from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. To schedule an appointment and to register for this health screening event, please contact the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, Janie R. Jackson Women's Center at 803-776-6353. That's 803-776-6353. All women are invited to attend the Survivor's Ministry Shades of Pink Prayer Breakfast, Saturday, October 14th, 9 a.m. until 12 noon at the Bible Way Church Fellowship Hall. Please sign up online at bwcar.org no later than Wednesday, October the 11th. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow your financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org. Or you can give right now from your mobile phone by texting BWCAR, your giving amount, to the number 73256. That's BWCAR and your giving amount to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. 
P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are also being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.